I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing to be with you, usually around the weekend period of time. We do have a little program called The Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book that's aired some of the stations, air it Monday through Friday at particular times, some early, middle of the day, late, whenever. If you call the station, maybe they can tell you how you can pick up our little five-minute program. Five minutes was Brother Munn. Sometimes it's better than 15 minutes with all this old converted fisherman. The book of Psalm, Psalm 107, a few verses here from verse 23 down to verse 30. We'll be talking about the subject, see if we can make a parallel with something I've experienced when I was at sea. Sea sickness. I said, oh, Brother Mon, let's don't go there. All right, let's see if we can find some help for sea sickness. Hey, thank you for writing to us. If you will listen to the announcer at the end of our program, he'll give you an address whereby you can correspond with us. If you miss that, you can call the station or email the station. They'll be glad to tell you uh, how you can uh, find our address. If you write to us, I promise you I'll get back with you ASAP. A lot of time I'm out of town for special meetings and conferences, but I will return, and uh, it'll be good to hear from you. In fact, uh, as I say, sometimes often we're actually looking at some of the people who are listening to our broadcast uh, right uh, now. I'm looking. Oh, I, I should name some names, but if I do, I'll wind up getting in trouble. Uh, I'm looking at a lady right now that listens to our program. Uh, on the weekends, you said, well, how do you do? How can you see? Well, she sent me a photo. All right. If you'd like to send us a photo, it'd be a blessing to see who you are. And uh, I'll exchange photos, and then we won't talk about uh, what we look like. Amen? <laughs> All right. It'll be good to hear from you. If ever we can do anything uh, spiritually in the realm of we think about the ministry as far as the Lord is concerned, feel free to correspond uh, with us. Hey, I got a question for you. It's not necessarily so fishy, but eh, it's kind of silly. See if you can pick it up. See if you know what it is. What day of the week, my friend, is the strongest? What is the strongest day of the week? You think about it for a few moments. What is the strongest day of the week? All right, see if you can find Psalm 107. We're going to read verse 23, some in verse 25, and then in verse 27. The strongest day of the week, of course, would be Sunday. You said, why would you say that? Because all the other days are week days. You said, oh, you silly brother Mon. That's what happens to us when we get old. Amen. All right. Sunday, a strong day. Of course, I like Sunday because of the ministry. And of course, the day we are set aside to serve God. Amen. All the rest are week days. I know it's W-E-E-K, not just week in the sense of little strength. Psalm 107, verse 23, it talks about those who go down to the sea in ships. You ever done that? 
It says this, from time to time, and of course the Lord did this, he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. Oh, a storm. Ah, the waves kept getting higher and higher. And it says their soul was melted because of trouble. They reeled to and fro, just moving back and forth, and staggered like a drunken man, and are at their wits end. What happened? Here's some people who are seasick. Seasickness? You know, as a ship rocks back and forth, the inner ear, which is responsible for sensing direction and maintaining equilibrium, it, it sends a confusing message to the brain. It causes nausea. Ah, symptoms are slight sweating, clammy skin, an uneasy tummy. As the symptoms advance, the stomach begins to sour, and I won't tell you the rest of the story. But they'll have to be, oh, it's usually called R&R. You said, what's that? People running for the rail to feed the fish. I hope you've never been there. But you know, I see a parallel here in life in general. You said, seasick, they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man or at their wits end. A parallel? Yes. Could we not say as Satan rocks this planet that the majority of its inhabitants are sick? When a person gets seasick, he or she loses control. They act in an irrational way. So maybe now I understand the lost world and why they act the way they act. Maybe I can understand why there's so many thieves and drunkards, dope, dopers and murderers and rapists and perverts and liars. What, the selfish, the proud, my friend? They're sick. The psychiatrists of our day say that they're sick, sick in the head. Well, I agree that they're sick, but it's not the head, it's the heart. And as far as the sickness is concerned, we'd have to describe it as being sin sickness. But what about the saved? Many are in a saddened condition today. Many a storm has come. Satan rocks the boat of adversity back and forth, back and forth, up and down port to starboard, bow to stern and rocking back and forth, defeat, worry, carnality, backsliding. Oh, been there done that. You know, the marks of seasickness is to lose balance or to become inactive, nausea, weakness, helplessness, nigh death, or as a child of God. My friend, let's not find ourselves there. Let's find some help for seasickness. What do you do, preacher? I'll tell you what my father told me and what my father taught me years ago. My father's an old salt. I worked with him for years and years. He taught me about the sea. He taught me how to relate to the sea. He taught me what I needed to do as far as respect for the sea. Uh, not only how to run the vessel and, and uh, you know, run the electronics and to, uh, to make a living out of the sea, my friend. He taught me some things as to how to be comfortable out, of, comfortable out in the ocean. My friend, how to be a good salty mariner. You say, how to keep from being seasick, you know. I, and I, I, let's just see if we can draw a parallel here. You told me something like this. What about life in general for the lost, all sick? Life in general for the saved, sometimes rocking to and fro? You know, how do you keep from being seasick, preacher? My father said, son, he said, don't look down. Huh, what's that? Seasickness is really motion sickness. You feel the boat move back and forth. You see the turbulence of the sea. And before long, what goes on and what's going on in the sea is going to go on in your tummy. Up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And finally, what's in your tummy? Up and... 
up and out. He said, get your eyes off of the water. Yes, sir. My dad would say, you're going to have to focus on your work. You know, as far as this life is concerned, you know, I well could say, if you focus on this world, you're going to see a mess. All the devil is rocking this world back and forth in sin. It's scary when you take a close look. War is everywhere. False religions are creeping in around the world all over. The leadership of countries are beginning to compromise. My nation is turning into a Sodom. Our churches are suffering. It's rough. What if I just focused on that all the time? The newspaper and the telecast, all oh, they make you sick. What do you do? I have to be like my dad. He said, son, you got to focus on the right thing. Where do I focus as a child of God? Set your affection on things above not on things of this earth. What are you saying? Look up and get some fresh air. Sometimes that's what you need if you're seasick physically, you know. Get some fresh air. Look up and get some fresh air. Keep your eyes off of the horizon, my friend. Get it upward. It'll help straighten you out. He said this. He said, Wayne, you're going to be eight. Watch what you eat. When we took the first night out, we ate differently than we ate, than we would eat any other day of the week or night of the week. He said, what do you mean? The first night out you ate differently? Yes. We stayed away from, you know, how do I put this? We stayed away from cold cut products and fried things. And uh, we, we ate fresh fruits and crackers and uh, water. And I, I don't know how to present this. Outside, we had to watch our diet. Once again, the application is so, well, it's so clear. When you feed on the world's junk, Sooner or later, it's going to catch up with you. You listen to the filth of the world, my friend. Uh, you listen to the music of the world and, you know, wind up radio, uh, television, just just loading up with it, my friend. It'll, it'll just make you sick. Honestly, it'll make you sick. You've got to have a diet of the Word of God, and feeding on such will keep you sober. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. How? How can you be filled with the Spirit, my friend? Oh, it's, my friend, feasting on the Word of God. The Word of God is a spiritual drama meme. Job said, I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. The Word of God will keep you sober in the middle of the boat, so to speak. Watch your diet. That's why you need a good local church. You need a pastor. You need some place that you can go and hear the Word of God presented, I mean, in a weekly manner. All and to get as much of it in you as you possibly can. My dad said, son, you're going to have to be tough. Watch what you eat. Yes, sir. Keep your eyes on that. Yes, sir. And he said, son, you're just going to have to be tough. He said, grit your teeth. What that means down here is just grin and bear. <laughs> what that means is just, I just had to be tough. He said, son, whether you're sick or whether you're well, you're going to do your work. So my tummy and my brain begin to get together. My stomach said, I'm sick. My brain said, uh, stomach, sick or not sick, you're going to work. So they began to shake hands, and they said, well, let's get together on this thing. <laughs> and then I quit being sick. You said, what would you have to do? I just had to, just had to hurt. Oh, I've been back on the stern of a trawler and had the waves just to go completely over the stern. You just get wet, look out, look at, see sharks everywhere. My friend, uh, uh, smell that that would come from the bottom of the ocean as far as seafood products, my friend. And I just had to be tough. You know, my generation is soft. 
My friend, I'm to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You know, the average husband and wife, they, they, they hurt a little bit and before long, they end a divorce court. You know, some people get their feelings hurt. They quit their job. Their feelings are hurt in church. Split the church in half. My, we're tough, aren't we? Learn how to be tough. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And then ultimately we need to find some smooth water. You know, God doesn't have you to live in a storm. What do you mean? Sometimes you just need to get away a day. Get away for a few days. Move away from the situation. Find some smooth water. In our text here, it says, He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. God, my friend, sooner or later, will for his child, my friend, provide some smooth water for you. I've had it happen for me many a time. We've gone in. Side mobile, well, going through Mobile Bar Pass and around the peninsula, and the wind was blowing out of the south. The gulf was just so rough, and around the peninsula on the lee side of the beach there, and it was so smooth. And oh, it felt so good to just have some smooth water. Ask God for some smooth water, my friend. Oh, as far as a child of God, listen, watch what you eat. Oh, keep your eyes off the situation, eyes off the world. Learn how, my friend, to grit your teeth. Ask God, help me, Lord, to be strong. And then ask God for some smooth water. Oh, it says, it says, then they be glad because they be quiet. So he bringeth them unto their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. My friend, be careful in this life. And make sure that you always buckle your sea belt. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Mund. Whoever can help you, please uh, call us. Let us hear from you. We desire to do so. Fisher Mund saying goodbye.